Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Most fast food places use complex algorithms to come up with combos, but that tastes even more boring than it sounds. With my new sourdough bacon ranch combo, we simply figured out how to get all that flavor into one combo. It comes with my delicious full-size sourdough bacon ranch on toasted sourdough bread, hot and salty fries, and 100-plus drink choices for just $4.99. Class dismissed. The sourdough bacon ranch combo for $4.99 at Jack in the Box. Combo's done my way. For a limited time only at participating restaurants. Welcome to the Tell Janice Radio Show, where you will hear inspiring stories about life, love, and labor from amazing women to help lift you up. Now, here's your host, Janice. Thanks very much, and welcome to the show. I'm so happy that you're listening, and I'm sure you're going to learn a lot from our guest today. But before we get started, I wanted to remind you that if you know of a fabulous female that you would like me to give a shout-out to with a few words of encouragement, acknowledgement, or congratulations, please let me know their names by clicking on the link at telljanice.com. Mike. My guest today is Dr. Jacqueline Trish Atkins. She is the founder and CEO of Chauval and More, NFP, out of Chicago, Illinois. Today, Reverend Dr. Jacqueline Trish Atkins, also known as Reverend Jackie, is in the business of creating opportunities and providing tools for people to be reminded of their potential greatness. And she is going to talk today about what does that really mean and why is it so important. I'm so excited to have her on the show. It's such an honor. Welcome to the show, Reverend Jackie. Thank you, Janice, for having me here, and I'm excited, too. Always excited to tell about the truth to help people know about how great they are. Well, that's that's terrific. I um, wanted to get started. I usually um, have our guests tell a little bit about themselves just to give a reference of where, you, where you've been, where you're going, and what you're doing now. Can you start with that? Sure. Uh, I am uh, a minister right now, starting way back and a long time ago. Years aren't important. Uh, I was a lawyer practicing law for a number of years and just recently started with this ministry has grown so and working with people has grown so that uh, I'm now doing it full time. I'm from Chicago and uh, have a phenomenal uh, husband and two phenomenal children, but for years, uh, since I guess I was in college, found myself, even as part of a group, being the person that would help people, and particularly women, identify how they can just shine. And I often think about, uh, particularly again for women, what Marianne Williamson said so often, as she, as she said that, you know, we hide our light. That's not good. You're hiding your light isn't helping anyone, and when you do let your light shine, everybody else's light shines even brighter. So I have uh, practiced law and corporate law in major corporate institutions. I have uh, represented all the major museums in Chicago as a lobbyist for a number of years, and now am I serving the world? I am uh, helping people through Chauval and more 
to find out who they are and why they are here to be so great. Also, I'm a minister at Christ Universal Temple in Chicago on the ministerial team where Derek B. Wells is the senior minister. Um, I've been blessed to be able to speak. As a matter of fact, I'll be in Milwaukee speaking at Spiritual Living of Greater Milwaukee, and I've been oftentimes been blessed to speak and share with people in New York and California and, and Georgia. And so it is, it's been a wonderful existence to be able to do what I'm sure I'm on this earth to do, and that is to share and help others come into their greatness. Well, that's really profound. I liked that you said hiding your light, and I think a lot of us, especially females, do that. So you went through the, the uh, you know, being an attorney and um, the corporate world and such, and how did that original occupation and your previous activities impact your current work? It, it was very, very impactful because even, and I had something I, I was looking for, even as a lawyer, I was serving, and the mm-hmm. service was such that um, it enha- enhanced my understanding and my ability to discern what people were saying, even when they weren't saying it. Uh, <laughs> and that's very useful right. in the work that I do now, uh, being able to hear the story behind the story, and then also being able to have people talk to me and give them a ray of hope by what they've said, give it back to them exactly from their own words. Sometimes as we are living, we don't even recognize the ray of sunshine that's running through our lives, and it's good for someone to be able to take it back and give it back to you and say, that's yours, you gave me that. And so as a lawyer, mm-hmm. uh, I, I worked with in the, in the state of plan, state planning a division at Mellon Bank in Pittsburgh, then in Chicago and First Chicago. And estate planning is about servicing people. Uh, once I left uh, that side of the world and was a lobbyist raising funds for the major museums, I was able to bring the museums into the neighborhoods in a way they had never been. Again, serving people and listening to the stories and helping people find the tools they need to use to uh, uplift and show off their greatness. And and so it really has just walked in walked me into my life has walked me into the the position I'm in now. And let me just mention even on the on the mm-hmm. social side uh, the social organizations I belong to often women organizations I would find myself being in the organization but but not being in the organization and women would come and I'd say to myself Aha, uh-huh, we're going to have a counseling session. And, again, without identifying it as such, being able to help the women understand who they are and live life in a better way. Well, that's that's um, really, I think, really helpful for women out there and our listeners to hear because you've mentioned three things, servicing people, helping, and counseling. And it and. I just wish that, you know, 100% of the people involved in our workforce and and as managers and and could have that that ability that you've had and it really just makes for just a, a really a, a difference in our work lives. So, what was the did you feel like you had a calling early on? Like when did that happen? I, uh... Uh, that happened really it was <laughs> around early 90s. 
um, in the calling in the mm-hmm. ministry. And a couple of times I started studying <laughs> in seminary, and a couple of times I stopped. <laughs> but finally okay. I, I started, and I was ordained, and then I went on to study more, Master's of Divinity at Chicago Theological Seminary, et cetera. And, and after that calling, the working with women in particular, or, and as well as working with people to help them see their own value, came to light. It, came, it became very patently clear uh, in that work. And um, uh, in 19, 10 years ago, 10, what's 10 years ago, 2006, when I started mm-hmm. with the Gold Rush Women's Conferences, originally they weren't the Gold Rush Women's Conferences. I was uh, coordinating them under the auspices of Power Circle, where I was a minister at that particular church. And when I uh, moved on from that church, uh, they weren't going to do them anymore. And it had come a vision that had come through me. So I, four years ago, started actually producing the Gold Rush Women's Conferences. And it's so interesting. That was in 2012. And you may or may not recall, you're familiar with Sheryl Sandberg and her book, Lean In, maybe. And mm-hmm. what Sheryl Sandberg in that book, in that very same year that I started producing the conferences um, through Chauval and Moore, a not-for-profit that I had organized, she wrote this, if I may read this. She wrote, in addition to the external barriers erected by society, women are hindered by barriers that exist within ourselves. We hold ourselves back in ways both big and small by lacking self-confidence. We internalize negative messages, lower our expectations of what we can achieve. And my argument is that getting rid of these internal barriers is critical to gaining power. Yet, internal obstacles are rarely discussed and often underplayed. And what was so profound for me um, in that year that I first produced the conference, and I was a Comcast newsmaker here in our locale, that is the essential of my conferences. That's the essential of Choval. It is saying the metaphor, women, you are a gold mine. You have it. It is an intangible that exists for each of you. It's your intrinsic greatness, and it's your goal, what I call metaphorically your goal. And what we have to do is provide you tools so that you can take off the layers of dirt, take off what's covering up your goal so that you can pull out those nuggets and create your desired and deserved life experiences. And I, I, was, I, I used her words from her introductory in her introduction of that book because I wanted to know had she been to my conference for the last uh, six years. And it was just awesome because what is very critical, yes, we have social and uh, societal and inequities, absolutely. But we as people, if you find yourself in that situation, you can't even begin to address it in your highest and best way if you haven't handled and taken care of the internal barriers that, as she says, are fully under your control. And those internal barriers, I like to call them funky fear, this debilitating doubt, unforgiveness, pain from past experiences. Uh, those are those, those sabotaging self-esteem. Those are the internal barriers that I can give you on 99 ways how you got how they got there, 
<laughs> That's not the point. The mm-hmm. point is for you to be brave enough to face them and then take tools to dismantle them so that you get to what you are, your greatness. And that's what we're able to do. We just had it two weeks ago now in, in the Gold Rush Women's Conference 2016. It was our 10th anniversary. It was an awesome experience. I have so many wow. testimonies from women who have done everything from seeing themselves and freeing themselves from abusive relationships to seeing themselves as healthy and whole, changing lifestyles just from that experience. Because what we have done is create a cocoon where it's a love cocoon is what I like to call it, and you can come there and struggle and create new wings. It's a struggle. It's hard to get at and eliminate those internal barriers. It's not an easy task, and it's often very painful. But you have to be able to get vulnerable and use the tools. So we had phenomenal women uh, from all over the country coming, providing tools, and then we had phenomenal women coming ready to receive the tools and do the work so that they could get back to their greatness. Wow, that's a lot to take in. I uh um, it makes me get a little emotional because I think that as women we have so many internal barriers and from past pain, as you said, uh, uh, funky fear, I like how you put that. And so you're doing, so these Gold Rush conferences um, help to eliminate and go through, I'm sure, workshops and such to help all these women who are participating eliminate those so they can move forward. And, 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 and that's correct. We had uh, five general sessions where we're all together, and then we had uh, 15 workshops. The women could choose four of the 15 to attend. And, and part of what is so wonderful, and it's not because we do it, but because it is, we are really addressing and looking at the total, total whole woman. So we have fun. We have a pajama party on Saturday night where the women – who have worked so hard on Friday and Saturday. They have so much fun laughing and dancing and singing, and it's just awesome. And then we had a vision board room that was open the whole weekend, and 2 and 3 in the morning, women would be down there working on their vision board. You don't get that kind of opportunity when we're living our day-to-day life. I I like to think, you know, it's generally we have our dukes up ready to fight in our day-to-day life, protecting ourselves and protecting our families and protecting our job and protecting this and protecting that. And, and this creates a community of love where you can be vulnerable, where you can pick up the tools um, from the women who talked about everything from sexuality to, uh, oh, God, every, every, every aspect of our life we were given tools because that's all of it is covered up under stuff. Yes. Well, we do co- we do cover it all up, and I like that you put um you know we do have uh, protecting our families, ourselves, and our dukes up all the time. So this sounds like a wonderful opportunity for women to to you know get down those barriers and and do something different for themselves and for you know hopefully going out of it for their families and the lives that they touch too. Um Correct. can you tell me yeah. 
can you tell me the difference you you um your mission of Choval. Um this is your company and then you also put on the Gold Rush conferences, correct? Yes, correct. Choval Okay, okay. Choval and more NFP is a not for profit that I established and the title tells the story. It's I'm going to help you show yourself more of your own value and your life will be enriched. You will have more abundant life, more joy, more happiness. That's Choval and more. Choval and more does that. We do workshops. I speak throughout the country. I do an annual Gold Rush Women's Conference. All of those are ways that we're able to create an opportunity that tools can be distributed, women can practice, we can talk. Because this, this um, as you know, Janice, this trans- transformative process is lifelong. It's lifelong. It's mm-hmm. no different. It's no different, and, and please, if this is too silly, but it's the same for me, then you're taking a bath every day. It's no different than you're having to brush your teeth. Stuff gets on you. If you're in this world, <laughs> you're going to have things right. that are hitting you that are intangible, that are covering up the greatness that you are. And and so we will provide, and the women, so we have many women who have been there every year for 10 years. We have women who have been there for seven years. We have women who came this year and said, like, please tell me when you start. We offer payment plans so that the women can can make sure that they can be there. So the the whole notion of Choval and more NFP mm-hmm. is is a not for profit that exists that allows me to use as many different ways as possible classes, um, uh, 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 workshops, uh, a conference, so that that's an opportunity for me and other women that I may bring in to help women and sometimes women and men to have tools mm-hmm. they can use to break down the various various issues. And and one really big thing, I'm, I'm going to pick this up, and people might think the conferences are not religious. They I have people who are uh, Catholic. I have people who are atheists. I have people who are Muslims. I have people who are New Thought Christians. What we, and, and my speakers are told, although some of them are ministers, that this is not an opportunity for uh, 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 teaching your doctrine. <laughs> this is mm-hmm. an opportunity mm-hmm. for you to take the truth, perhaps, the seed of truth in all religions and package it in a way that, that can be a tool for women can use, to use. And so I am proud to say that, that every year there are women of all different theological backgrounds as I say, I wouldn't care if you call God, God, Allah, Jehovah, or a tree. It doesn't make me any difference. But what you do have to hold on to is that there is something spiritual, special, great about you. And that greatness is really calling itself to be released in your life as your life. The world, once you do that, when women are fully living do you know how stronger, how much stronger their families and their communities are? It it, it, it just it just makes a vast difference. And so whatever. And the other thing is, 
they're white, black, uh, Latino, Asian, and it's very important to me because we all have <laughs> different form in which we're processing through this human journey. <laughs> I don't know why, <laughs> but mm-hmm. I do know that when you break it down, and you, if you be it, you cut the skin. The blood is the same color. If you don't want to go spirit, if you don't, for me, it's like we're all spirit, and we all have a different right. form to do different kind of work. But if you don't want to go there, then just say, cut your finger and see what color your blood is, lady, and you'll see. You know, <laughs> and what's it's been awesome because in that environment, which is truly it's a blessing for me, everyone becomes connected. And Mm -hmm. I say that not because I'm making it up. I got letters upon letters and and testimony. And if you go to the website, www.goalrushwomensconference.com, you'll see women of all different shades that say, wow, thank you for this experience to come into my goodness in the community. It becomes a community of love. Well, the community of love, we we need more of that. I mean, I'm inspired by that. Um, And do you find that, well, let me ask you this. So I think that women have an opportunity right now and knowing, I mean, it's here, it's now, that we have an opportunity to help other people. So this wasn't, you know, 50 years ago, my mom would not have had that opportunity. So... I feel like we are just, and you and the other women that I've interviewed are just on the cusp and have so much opportunity to reach out there and make a difference in, in the lives of women. It's almost like a, a transformation right now, I think, that wouldn't have happened, you know, uh, like I said, 50 years ago. Um, you mentioned that you have a wonderful marriage and two children. How has this all, all of your career and up till now, how has that affected the your work life balance let's say well i will tell you that uh as i counsel women now and men if you are not happy and you have not met your best friend then don't get married <laughs> so yeah. with that and you know in all seriousness if you are unhappy then please don't get married if you have not identified the person you're about to marry, even before the love came into as your best friend, then don't get married. Fortunately for me, um, it was a number of years ago um, that I did meet my best friend. We were best friends for four years before we even thought about dating. And we were helping each other with our love, love life. This one, you need that. You need your wow. And then, and and then, I I was fortunate. I have no sob stories to tell. Growing up, I grew up in a, a wonderful family. My mom and dad were married for sixty-one years before my dad left here. Wow. My, my siblings, my siblings, we fight like siblings. Dare not say anything about any one of us to the other because you'll get your <laughs> eye blackened. But so. I was I was that now now there's some other things I could tell you but in terms of that my husband has been totally supportive of me in every endeavor that I have proceeded in and he who is a lawyer who is now a judge 
Um, as a matter of fact, I'll give you an example. This year was our 10th mm-hmm. year. My team and I have a team of, of, of 12 wonderful women. I mean, they're outstanding women. And I part of the conference is there are no males around. There are no males and there are no children because women mm-hmm. too often forget that message that the airplane people tell us, put on your mask first. <laughs> so there are no males <laughs> and there are no children around, you know, and so you can't do anything but take care of yourself. So this year was the 10th year, and my husband, for the last four years, as we've been producing it through the not-for-profit, has been totally supportive. And my team, so I thought, I said, you know, I should let him come and and get something. But I didn't mention it to my team because I've been so adamant about no men. I mentioned it to my conference administrator, and I said, Dana, what do you think about, she says, oh, Reverend Jackie, she says, with all of us have been talking about how could we let you know that we wanted uh, Judge David to come and get something. Oh. It was so phenomenal. So he, I will tell you oh. the title they gave him, the title they gave him was The Official Wind Beneath All of Our Wings. That's on a plaque. That's that he's going to, so that's oh. the kind of person, he has been totally supportive. When I was, when my children were younger, uh, we were blessed in that I did have help. However, what I've always told, wherever I was working in the corporate world, I was in, in, we were in Pittsburgh initially, and then we came to uh, Chicago. But what I said was to the to my employer, I, when I'm here, you'll have 100%. When my children have a program in school, when I, they're sick, I will be there. And I always was very upfront about it. Now, as a professional woman, I suppose I was had a little more leeway than if I had been working absolutely. I know that. And, however, mm-hmm. I do try to help women think about support systems so that they can. You can, it's very hard to do an outstanding job if you're worried about your sick child. It's just very hard to do it. And at the same time, then you are labeled as not doing a good job and you can't talk about the other factors. So I have been, I will tell you, I absolutely um, have been intentional about each aspect of my life and I've understood there's a balance. I exercise, mm-hmm. I play tennis, there's a balance. My team and I have just started a walking, this is starting yesterday, walking in the morning, there's a balance. And part of our coming into our greatness is to recognize there is a balance. I'm physical, I'm spiritual, I'm a mother, I, but most of all, I'm me. And I have to be balanced. Right. And if I'm not, then just like anything else that's not balanced, I'm going to fall down. I'm going to fall down over and over again. And maybe someone will help me and maybe not. But it's important that you are balanced. And and from day one, my husband and I, I I will tell you one short, quick story, if I have time. Sure. Um, Absolutely. We had been married maybe about six months. We were living in Pittsburgh. He was working in the the, – U.S. Attorney's Office, I was in, um, in in Melbourne Bank at that time, maybe, or somewhere, working professionally, and we would both be working before children. We'd be coming home, 
and we'd walk into the house, and he would look at me and say, what's for dinner? And for a few times, I'd say, oh, okay, well, we've got to go to, you know, we didn't go shopping, blah, blah. Finally, Janet, after about six months into marriage, he asked me that question one night. And I said to him, we left out of here this morning together. We worked out after work together, and we're walking in the door. I said, please, please don't ever ask me that question again. And from that day to this, I can tell you, he has it. And we know. <laughs> I mean, we we figure out. We shop. We did what we had to do. And uh, now, you know, he may be here cooking if I'm late or if I, if he's late, I may be here cooking, or we may meet at Subway and get a, something that's healthy, perhaps. But, it, you know, it's important, again, that's communication, it's balance. But I can only do that if I am feeling my greatness, if I know that I'm great and as my light shines, if I let it shine brightly, mm-hmm. guess what? He's going to also shine even brighter. Because what if I had said anything? What if I had just continued and become resentful. It would have popped up. It would have showed up in one way or another. It would have. But, uh, yeah, so that has been marriage, I think, is great if you're happy and if you've met your best friend. (laughs) If you're not happy, Uh, that's That's super, super important, especially especially if they're they're not your best friend. You know, I think that that takes a long, a long way. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Well, you've helped so many yeah. people come into their, their greatness, Reverend Jackie. Um, who was your, I have to, I can't get off this recording without asking you this. Who was your mentor growing up? You mentioned having a wonderful mom and dad. I, I most certainly did. And I would say I did have uh, a number of mentors who were outside of, of my family. Um, but I will tell you, my primary mentors were my mother, for her her absolute requirement of excellence and her her can-do attitude, and my father mm-hmm. for his teaching us that service is great, that that you can serve. As a matter of fact, he for me he epitomized that that statement, biblical statement: uh, whoever is who does the greatest service, whoever does the most service is the greatest. He he taught us that to serve and to love. And, and that, that neither one of them were milk toast, mind you. <laughs> Nobody yeah. was a, a doormat. But those two combined, her can-do and her tenacity and his absolute true appreciation for his becoming great through service, those, those, were, mm-hmm. those were the two that really um, impacted me most. There was a woman later on, uh, two women, but one in particular, Anita Boswell. Um, Anita Boswell, mm-hmm. Dr. Boswell, um, was out of Chicago and uh, was at, you know, affiliated with the University of Chicago and, and Jane Addams School of Social Work, et cetera. And, and she was just, when I was a young woman, when we moved back to Chicago, I was an adult then, but um, she helped me to continue to see because Women sometimes get lost when they think the titles and positions define them. Men do it, but women do it too. And um, she helped me to see that, no, 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 be careful, be careful. Neither your MRS nor your JD nor anything else is why you are what you are. 
there's something greater. And those greater, that intrinsic thing that I help the women tap into is allowed, has allowed you to become the things that the world sees as, oh, but they are not you. They're, they, they're what you've created. And that's really very important. It is important, and I I hear from you. You know, services first is what your what your dad taught you, and a can do attitude from your mother, and you certainly have um, the epitome of all of that. So I'm sure, I'm sure um, I would love to get involved in one of your next Gold Rush Women's conferences. That would be probably in 2017. It will be March 31, April 1, and April 2, 2017. And if you go to goldrushwomensconference.com, within the next 30 days or so, we'll have specifics um, and and look forward to talking to you about that and and sharing it with your audience. But uh, it's Gold Rush Women's Conference. That's G-O-L-D-R-U-S-H-W-O-M-E-N-S-C-O-N-F-E-R-E-N-C-E.com. And uh, last day of March, the first two days of April. Well, I've been entirely inspired, and I know our listeners mm-hmm. will be too. Um, you've already given your website for the Gold Rush. Is there any other um, website that our listeners can get in touch with you on or that you no, want to mention that, here? That, yeah, no, that is the uh, primary one. I can give you a phone number, please, 773-417-9595, 773-417-9595. Nine five nine five, and email Rev Jackie R E V J A C K I E at GoRushWomen'sConference dot com. <laughs> well, this has been just such a great show. I'm I'm sitting here smiling. Thank you so much for being on, Reverend Jackie. Um, it's been com- a complete pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me and look forward to seeing you. Next year's theme is Finding the Mind. So look forward to seeing you and all of your audience joining us for the Gold Rush Women's Conference 2017. Thank you so very much. Thank you. I'll be there. Olive Crest is a local nonprofit organization dedicated to preventing child abuse, treating and educating at-risk children, and preserving the family one life at a time. For 40 years, Olive Crest has provided safe, loving homes to at-risk youth throughout Southern California, Nevada, and the Pacific Northwest. There are many ways you can help, including volunteering or becoming a foster parent. Go to www.olivecrest.org or call 1-800-550-CHILD to learn more. That's 1-800-550-CHILD. Call today. Ladies, I am so happy that you tuned in today and learned from our amazing, fantastic female guests, and I hope you recognize this as an opportunity to pass their knowledge on to your daughters and friends and share the wisdom of the ages. I'll talk to you again soon, and in the meantime, let's lift each other up, spread the love, and share an attitude of gratitude. Every three minutes, another woman gets the news that she has breast cancer, and here are some of the first words she hears. Hertenew Oncogene. Aromatase inhibitor, ductal carcinoma in situ. What do these words mean? How are you going to decide what to do if you can't even say what you have? Listen to me, Shirley Jones. As soon as you get your diagnosis, go to breastcancer.org. 
It's a special place on the Internet where you can learn how to say all those breast cancer words and find out what they mean. At breastcancer.org, you can learn more about your particular kind of cancer and your treatment options. Prepare a list of questions for your next doctor's visit and get all kinds of other useful information to guide you and your family through this. Breastcancer.org, the first place to go the minute you find out you have breast cancer. You've been listening to the Tal Janis Radio Show. If you'd like to be a guest or suggest a guest for the show, or if you would like to nominate a fabulous female for a shout-out by Janis on the live show, please visit www.talljanis.com. Please share this episode with your social network and help us lift women up. Join us next week for another episode of Tell Janice. How do you help business owners think differently about their businesses? Well, uh... Most fast food places use complex algorithms to come up with combos, but that tastes even more boring than it sounds. With my new sourdough bacon ranch combo, we simply figured out how to get all that flavor into one combo. It comes with my delicious full-size sourdough bacon ranch on toasted sourdough bread, hot and salty fries, and 100-plus drink choices for just $4.99. Class dismissed. The sourdough bacon ranch combo for $4.99 at Jack in the Box. Combo's done my way. For a limited time only at participating restaurants. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.